This podcast is intended for adults 18 years and older. It contains explicit language and sexual situations. All thoughts and opinions expressed are of our own and not of those of any specific group, employer, or individual, and is not intended to take as professional advice. Welcome to the Foreplay Podcast. Join the journey, experiences, and sexual adventures of two high school sweethearts navigating their way through the swinging lifestyle as millennials. Come along for the ride. Let's play. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Foreplay Podcast. It's Bella. This is Jace. We usually film these Q&A podcasts one month before it goes live, and it's currently the beginning of November. And guess what I did this morning when I was driving to work? I listened to Christmas music. That's early. That's really early. <laughs> you say it's early. Wait, what do you mean by that, though? Because it was your idea to put up our Christmas tree in two days. Okay. There's a couple reasons for this. We are putting up our Christmas tree probably around November 5th, but we are going, we're going to be out of town a week of November and we're going to leave to go see our family mid-December. And so I want to actually be able to enjoy the Christmas decorations because they, they take a long time to put up. So I don't want to put out all this effort and only be up with them for two days. So if we put it up early, we'll have like a month of being able to actually enjoy the decorations. But I think that we should do that every year now. Honestly, I think it's probably a good idea because why not? I like to do it too. We like to watch Why Him, which if you guys have never seen that movie, it is one of my favorite movies of all time. Same, even it's though it's a Christmas so movie. Funny. Same. It's so funny. So we'll watch that, maybe drink some wine and put up a Christmas tree. And I think it's going to be a wonderful Friday evening. It's started, that started to be our tradition. Can it be a tradition if it's only happened once? That's how tradition start. Well, okay, so yes. <laughs> this is the birth of a tradition. No, 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 because we did it last year. But the second year would be the birth of it, because the first year it just happened. But if it happens twice, oh. you're birthing the tradition, I would okay. believe. So that is our tradition. Let's make that a tradition. Like, I'm telling you right now. Shake every th- Shaking. Yeah, let's do an ASMR so I can hear a shake. Can you hear, can you hear the that wind moving? Joking, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the mic side. Also, tomorrow is our dating anniversary. Yes, it is. 14, 14 years. years. And we are 29 years old. And that is a long ass that time. Next year, we'll be half of our lives will be together. I can't wait. That's so cool. That's so, that's so fucking cool. That is so fucking cool. Nice. I love you. Love you too. Man, I'm so glad we're together. Me too. <laughs> um, the other thing that we are really excited about that's currently going on is we are kind of like quarantining. We're just sitting around at our house and doing absolutely nothing because, well, exercising and eating healthy as well. Yes. Because <laughs> Bliss Cruise, uh, which is a swinger cruise, if you've never heard of it, is nine days. We've had it planned for two years. Last year's got canceled. And we are taking no chances of being around any humans that we could possibly get ill. So, because we have to test negative next week for COVID. And so we are just staying in our house and really doing nothing. And it's awesome. So that's, that's what we're really getting looking forward to. And, uh, yeah, it's so close. So whenever you guys hear this, we'll have gone. And so I am so pumped, but that's our life right now. So let's go ahead and get into some questions that people have asked us. This question it came from two different people, but they're kind of the same question. So we're going to say both of them. The first one is from KS and we got it in an email and they said, while I'm wondering a few things about the lifestyle, I also have to know what your favorite fruits are since that was mentioned and everyone loves fruit. So now I'm curious. So that's, let's answer that question first. I guess we technically have 
an extra question this time. Okay. My favorite fruits, uh, plural, I can't choose one. Uh, peaches, mangoes, strawberries. Uh, but I really, if I had to choose, really, really peaches and mangoes and watermelon. Okay. My favorite is bananas and mangoes are my two favorite fruits. Yeah, just loves bananas. And mangoes. Oh, and with mangoes, though, for me, because I grew up in Vietnamese culture and within my family, we always ate our mangoes super, super unripe. So I like my mangoes super hard and green and sour. And we make this dipping sauce to go with it with salt, fish sauce, chilies, and it's really, really good. And you don't like it that much. You like yeah, the I sweet. Yeah, I prefer it just yeah. like ripe. Um, I don't think it's bad, but I like the, the sweetness more than the sourness flavor of for mango anyway. I also like my peaches really unripe. Same mm-hmm. with my nectarine. So I don't really like ripe fruit, mm-hmm. except for, well, banana should be ripe. Watermelon definitely needs to be ripe. Okay, anyways, moving on. (laughs) But my lifestyle question is, did either of you ever find it difficult to lose vanilla friends that judged you when you told them you were going to start exploring the lifestyle? I'm worried my closest friends will not understand, and our lifelong friendship will not be the same when I tell her that my husband and I are starting to get into the lifestyle. I think that if they're really your closest friends, they will love and accept you for who you are. At least I feel like they should. And... Any of the close vanilla friends that we've had, that we've told, they had only positive reactions to it, but I also feel like we surround ourselves or try to surround ourselves with people who are more open-minded in that way anyway, not necessarily in the lifestyle way, but just in general, more open-minded to things and more accepting. I totally agree with what Bella said. I... I know we mentioned it a little bit here before, maybe a podcast here or there. I really do believe at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, so much of life is how you enjoy what you do and the people you surround yourself with. And I think that to be happy in life, you really need to be able to fully be yourself. And if the people that you're around don't love you and don't accept you for that, then as hard as it is to me, I don't think it's worth having that relationship because I think if you truly love someone, truly care about them, you should let them be happy as long as what they're doing isn't harming anybody. We've told some vanilla friends who weren't interested in it, but they weren't necessarily negative about it. They were like, oh, that's interesting. And after seeing their reaction, we just don't continue to talk about it with them. We we like to keep our vanilla friends and our lifestyle friends separate, and we don't overlap the two. And so we don't go and talk about our swinging lifestyle just with anybody, um, acquaintances and stuff. It's not like we just bring it up. If it happens to get brought up, we'll let them know. Or if somebody asks us because they saw us from our podcast or some wherever, then we can talk about it with them. But in general, we don't go boasting about it or anything like that in our normal personal lives. Although I will say that if for some reason, and this is just us, I know it's hard when you have friends that are lifelong and you're afraid to hear what their reaction is to something like this, something that you want to try. And if it was us, if they couldn't accept us for that, I just wouldn't be friends with them anymore. 
if it was something that they decided to be rude to us about just because we're doing something that doesn't affect anybody. I mean, it's not like we're trying to convince you to swing with us, but if it's something that you just want to tell your closest friends, I think that they should accept you. Mm -hmm. And I, and I, I think it's one of those things where it's not like I wouldn't be rude to them. I wouldn't say, I don't want to be your friend, but I do think I would just create space because it's just not the environment that I would want yeah, to exactly. be in. One other thing I would say though, that we have had happen is we've told some people that have, I don't remember how it got brought up, but we talked to some people and they were super interested in it. And I have really enjoyed those conversations of people that don't really know much about it, but have thought of the idea before that are really inquisitive about it. And they'll ask all these questions and I do really enjoy those conversations because I think it's cool to be able to kind of help somebody at least let them know that, hey, this is what it's like. It's a safe community. If you're more interested in it, this is this is how people do stuff. We've had a couple of our friends that we were a little bit closer to that wanted to come to Colette after we told them about it. And we said that, you know, you can always go on a night whenever we're there. We can show you around just so you can see what it's like. It's never worked out with them where the timing fell for both of us where we could, but we are like open to things like that. So if people are really interested, I love to be like a good steward of, Hey, this is, this is what it's like and show them like really what the lifestyle is all about and how it's about love and connections and not just sex, the whole, the whole package of it. And so I think that's something that can really be a good thing that maybe whenever you do tell people, maybe they're interested too, because it's not like it's the craziest uncommon thing in the world. There's probably a lot of people that we're friends with that are swingers that we don't know or interested in swinging mm-hmm. at least. And that's our whole thing with our podcasts and our TikToks and, and everything that we do with four plays to try to break this stigma. So again, although there, we don't go and boast about it to every single person, cause maybe some people don't want to hear it, but the people who do want to hear it, we like to, and we think that it's good to share all the great things about it. Mm-hmm. So they know that it's not what it's made out to be in the media. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Why don't you read the second question? Um, I think it's a pretty similar question, but it's a little bit different. The second question from a different person that was kind of the same. Was there ever a time someone in your vanilla life, family, friends, or coworkers found out about your lifestyle and had any kind of big reaction, positive, negative, or embarrassing? We have had a few friends that it got brought up in conversation And after us telling them they were interested in playing with us, um, the few times it's happened, it's been like single girls that we were friends with. And they said that they were, had always wanted to try something like that, but they didn't really know how to find someone and they wanted to be a place where they were comfortable and they felt safe. And that's why they kind of asked us about that. We personally never crossed that line. We've always kept people as just vanilla friends and they just know that about us. But that is, I think the one thing that's maybe a little bit, I don't know, some sort of reaction. I'd say that's a positive reaction because it's something that they were interested in. They were like, Oh, that's cool. Like I want to try that. We haven't had anyone outside of the lifestyle see us anywhere and bring it up. So it's, we haven't had anyone in our vanilla life find out about our podcast. Except a coworker. Oh yeah. I saw a coworker at Colette one time and it's not a big deal now. 
I tell her to come all the time. We're just friends. It's cool. It's easy. Because the thing is, in a day, you're both there. So you're just having fun. So I guess that's the reactions we've gotten, which is... But she's not really vanilla then, because she was there. Oh, yeah. But so she, she was a vanilla friend to start with. Okay, yeah, that's it was, true. It's a vanilla <laughs> relationship, but they also happen to be a swinger. And for us, personally, we've never chosen to kind of, like, cross that path but i mean if that's your thing i don't necessarily think it's a bad thing if you want to do that and that's what the person feels safe i mean i think that it's it's all up to your relationship and your friend's relationship and however you feel about it definitely if everyone's on the same page then go for it we just happen to not be Mm -hmm. on the same page This podcast is brought to you by us, Bella and Jace. Have you ever wanted to play a sexy swinger game, a sexy lifestyle game? Just play a game that kind of gets things going. We have the game for you. It's called Foreplay the Game. You can find that out at foreplay.com slash games. That's the number four O-U-R-P-L-A-Y.com slash games. And it is an online game, all digital, and there's a bunch of different cards, and it tells you things to do, stories to tell, and it definitely moves your party in a sexy direction. Are you guys looking to be the hottest swingers of the block? Well, guess what? We have so much cool swinger t-shirts, pants, backpacks, everything. You name it. Upstown pineapples, cum sluts, wife of the party, all of it. We have it. Check it out. You can go to foreplay.com slash shop and you can see everything we have. If you guys are newer to the lifestyle or questioning the lifestyle and want a super detailed information, we went through and made a course. We took all the information that we learned over our first seven years of swinging and what we're continuing learning and put it into basic steps of how to kind of get into the lifestyle and all the mishaps and missteps that we took along the way that we wish that we would have avoided that really could have helped us move along smoother without some of the arguments and fights that we had. It's really a course just designed to help everybody learn in a safe environment and just help you get started on the right step. It also comes with a foreplay game, so it has all the games. And so if you want a little bit more information about that, you can check it out at foreplay.com slash learn. Now back to the show. This next question is actually from our Discord server. We have a foreplay Discord server. It's a foreplay swinging community server. And you can find that at discord.link slash foreplay, the number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y. And it's like a huge group chat. It's literally a bunch of people in the lifestyle, interested in the lifestyle, all talking about the lifestyle and other things not regarding the lifestyle. So music, books, geek stuff, gaming, and we're trying to cultivate this super tight knit community and I just we just love our discord server so much but anyway so this is from our server and they asked is cuddling allowed after sex in the lifestyle my partner asked me about that and I told him it probably wasn't allowed but now I'm second guessing my answer I think that it's one of those things where it's literally totally up to you and what your rules are as a couple and also what the other couple's rules are I personally do not like cuddling with other people to me i i know we talked about in the past and to me having sex with somebody compared to having sex with bella is a very different thing and there's like this different level of intimacy that i feel like sex with bella is compared to somebody else to me cuddling has that same intimacy feel and so we personally don't like to cuddle people We had an experience one time and this girl like kept cuddling up to me after we fucked and I felt super uncomfortable and so I kind of kept trying to like move away and that's one of those things we have to just say hey you know like this isn't really like our thing 
But I definitely think that if you want to do that, the other couple likes that, then there's nothing wrong with it. It's just totally whatever your, your rules are. Yeah. Whatever you're comfortable with. I will say in our experience, it doesn't happen often. I would say it's only happened once with you and they weren't together together. They were more friends with benefits rather than a couple. And so I don't know if that affected it, but then at the same time, I know there have been single friends or, or some people in general just need that aftercare. And if that's something that you need, it just needs to be people that you're with. One other thing that I do think is it's not cuddly, but I almost like it's a little bit similar. We had an experience a while back and I had finished with the other girl and Bella was still playing with the guy and me and her were kind of like laying next to each other. And I was like touching her boobs and kind of like feeling her body. And we were watching them together. I only think that's cuddling, but I guess in a sense it almost is. It's like you're sitting there and still kind of like being touchy feely with the other person while you're watching your partner and their partner. I enjoyed that a lot. And I feel like that is normal. Mm -hmm. That is happens very often. Yeah. But the actual cuddling, spooning, and holding each other, we haven't experienced much of Mm -hmm. or experienced even other people who wanted to do that. Yeah. But if it's your thing, it's your thing. And that's awesome. And that's that's what's great about lifestyle. Whatever you love is what you can work with your relationship for. Yep. Just communicate it and that's it. Our last question is, we are a married couple who never tried anything with another couple, but we do flirt with one of our good friends as a couple. Send some pics, dirty talk a little. Should we try a soft swap with people we are friends with? This is kind of similar to the vanilla question again, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah, I definitely, I think we got into it when we were talking about the vanilla friends and the people that have wanted to play with us in the past. I think that you could definitely have a relationship where you were friends with somebody and then you could have sex with them and still have a totally normal relationship. We have friends that we started out as swinger friends, but we've had sex with them and our friendship still feels like a totally normal friendship whenever we hang out. So I definitely think that that dynamic of having sex with a friend could probably be a really cool dynamic. Like if it worked for you, I think it could be a cool dynamic. We read The Ethical Slut, which if you guys haven't read that, it's a really incredible book that's about the lifestyle and polyamory and just a lot of different information about kind of more open relationships and marriages in general. Non-monogamy in general. Yeah. And I know that they talked on, I said it's hard for us to talk on this experience exactly because we've never actually crossed that boundary. But they said that some of their best friends were vanilla friends that they ended up having sex with. And now they just have this really cool relationship of sometimes they're hanging out and having fun as vanilla people. And sometimes they fuck. So if you can have a red, if you can have a relationship that starts off as a, as a not vanilla relationship, but then can become a vanilla relationship. I don't see why the opposite couldn't happen. And it already seems like they may be interested in that. If you're flirting and sending pictures and dirty talking, that sounds like something a lifestyle couple would do with another lifestyle couple. Mm -hmm. And so of course we always say this, but it just makes sure you communicate. I would recommend to have everybody on the same page and ask first before you do anything but yeah i think that's the big thing if you're like a if you're two couples and you're friends and you're already kind of doing that you've clearly broken some barriers already i think the next step is to sit down and all have a conversation together and talk about 
what you all want. I don't think that just going for it at some point, I think that would be a really bad idea. Yeah. I think that, but I think communicating about it, I think it could be a really awesome thing. And then maybe that's just a new thing you can bring into your, your friendship. And I just think that that communication is key and saying, Hey, this is, this is newer to us. Have you guys ever thought about this? And being a very open conversation where if they're not into it and maybe they just like sending the pictures, then you have to be accepting of that and don't try to be forceful of something that someone else doesn't want. And at least you asked before, because if you thought that those were the signals they were giving you and you were taking it differently, like they actually wanted to do something and you started trying to make it that way, that could really hurt your friendship. Mm -hmm. And so just make sure you're talking. And I think if everyone is open and interested and you guys talked about it, then start off with a double date, have some drinks, maybe play the foreplay game, foreplay.com slash games. It's awesome. (laughs) Get things started and kind of see where things go. And as it starts, if you see it start to move, just continue to check in and be like, hey, is is this okay? Is everything okay? And hopefully you guys have a lot of fun. Yeah. And I don't (laughs) think it's even a bad idea. I know whenever me and Bella first got into lifestyle, we said like, if we try this and we hate it, then let's put it in the past and move forward. I don't even think that's a bad thing to do with like that friendship. If you were trying to do that, I think that I would imagine that if I had a friend that was vanilla and we decided like, Hey, we wanted to play with him. Then I think what I would say is, Hey, I know we want to try this. We're all want to do this, but I value our friendship. So if we have this experience and it turns out weird and we feel strange, then I think what we should do as friends, since we're still friends is to forget that this ever happened and move forward. And just try to go back to that normal friendship. And so I think that having that conversation at the beginning with the other couple, or I guess if it was a single person, I think could maybe help things if it were to be strange, but I think it'd probably be pretty normal. So I completely agree. <laughs> those are really good questions. Are Thank really you good for questions. sending in those questions. If you guys wanted us to answer your questions, you can email us at hello at foreplay.com or you can submit our question at foreplay.com slash ask, or you can go to our discord and there's tons of questions that are asked every day. And there are people in there who will answer you. And it's not, it's not just us. It's a big community of people. I think right now we have over a thousand members. So mm-hmm. make sure you join. And again, that's just Discord.link slash foreplay. And let's head into Bella and Jason's weekly obsessions. Oh, yeah. My weekly obsession for things is going on Bliss Cruise in nine days. Same. It's funny because we just got back from a vanilla cruise and we found ourselves just keep thinking about Bliss Cruise. I know. I was like, I was like, well, this pool could be topless on Bliss Cruise. So what's that going to be like? Or like right now, we're dancing by ourselves, but if we were on Bliss Cruise, we could be like dancing with other people, flirty. <laughs> yeah. I was like, everything we did, I was like, what is this like on Bliss Cruise? I know. I'm literally so excited. So that's my weekly obsession for a thing, for sure. I'm going to agree with you on that. That's a, that's also a weekly obsession. My other weekly obsession is Animal Crossing. I got that at the beginning of quarantine in 2020 whenever it first came out and everyone was on the Animal Crossing bandwagon. But there's a new update that is coming out on November 5th. And well, that's in a couple days. I know. Remember, remember the 5th of November. Oh, that's when we're going to put up our Christmas tree. Be for Vendetta, right? That's when that's from. Yeah. Anyways, so that's why I picked it up again and I restarted my entire island. I restarted the whole game. And oh, I'll put my, if you're on Animal Crossing, uh, I will put my friend code in the show notes below. And 
add me as a friend and we can go to each other's islands. My island's name is Bella Vita. It means beautiful life. And I've just started it. So it's not like I did unlock terraforming but it's not ready yet. Anyway, so that's my main obsession. And my other obsession, I started listening to Christmas music and Ariana Grande's album Christmas and Chill is my music obsession this week. That is one of my favorite Christmas albums of all time. For that, Michael Bublé is one of the best Christmas albums ever. So my obsessions this week... It is by... I don't know if his name is Mason. It's M-A-S-N. Masan. Mason. Maxons. Where'd you get that X from? M-A-S-N? Oh, why was... I have no idea. I thought you said M-X-S-N. No, M-A-S-N. Okay. I don't know. But it's called Strawberry Huracan, and I just love the song. It kind of gives me Post Malone vibes, so that's a really cool song. And then we watched a movie yesterday called Army of Thieves, and I thought it was so cool. I think the way it's filmed is awesome. It kind of gives me, like, a Kingsman-ish type of vibe, and also almost like now you see me it's just really really cool and i love that movie there's another one called army of the dead that i guess is the sequel to it no it's army of the dead came first and then army of thieves came second but it's actually a prequel yeah so the sequel is army of the dead but not really because it's you know, like in Star Wars, how it's let opposite, like yeah. you don't say. So, so basically, yeah. Army of the Dead came out first, <laughs> but it comes out second chronologically. Yes. But anyway, so we need to watch that one too, but I love that movie, so that's my weekly obsession for- And it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So much for listening, listening, we'll hit you with the outro. Okay. That wraps it up for this episode of the 4Play Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening, and let's hit you with the outro. If you'd like to support the show, you can leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening to our podcast. All our information will be listed in the show notes below or at our website, 4Play.com. That's the number 4, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y.com. You can email us at hello at 4Play.com with any questions or comments or head to 4Play.com slash ask. We have a digital online game called 4Play the Game. It's the ultimate adult party game for the second actually inclined and perfect for breaking the ice. You can find more information at foreplay.com slash games. We give away one free game of foreplay plus a month to a listener who writes a review. So just screenshot your review and email it to us for a chance to win. We have swinger and lifestyle clothing and accessories at foreplay.com slash shop and courses at foreplay.com slash learn. We also have a discord community and Facebook group and would love for you guys to join us. You can find the direct links in the show notes below. We're on Twitter and Instagram at foreplay podcast and TikTok at foreplay and at 4Play Official. I have an OnlyFans, which you can find at OnlyFans.com slash VIP or my free one at Bella Free. And if you want daily updates from me, you can add me on Snapchat at HeyBellaLuna. Lastly, we're on Cassidy and SDC at Bella and Jace, and you can get a free 30-day full membership by using our link. Again, all of our information will be listed in the show notes below, and we thank you so much for listening to our podcast. See you in the next one. Bye! <laughs>